Welcome to the Solomon Show. My name is Solomon Buckley. I am the Apostolic Leader of the Fresh Wind International Mission Space Incorporated. For more information about Fresh Wind International, you can email freshwindinternational at gmail.com. Again, for more information about Fresh Wind International, you can email freshwindinternational at gmail.com. I'm sorry. I was on mute. Let me start over. Okay. So, the title of my message this morning is called Building on a Rock. And the verses that we're going to be coming from is Ephesians 2.20, Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, and Psalms 127, verse 1. Also, we're going to be coming from uh, this morning. Ephesians 4 and 11. I hope that you are taking notes this morning as I am um, teaching the word this morning. This, this message comes from an article that I, that, uh, that was birthed out of a sermon that I preached over, uh, roughly over 10 years ago. And out of that, this article came out of that. Uh, so let's go to the Lord in prayer. Lord, we thank you for today, Lord. We thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for the time that we're living in. We thank you that this is a, a time of your sons and daughters um, prophesying, your sons and daughters hearing what you are saying and doing what you're saying. So, Lord, we thank you today for this message, for this word that you've given us this morning. Uh, Lord, we thank you for avenues that we can come together and hear the word. Uh, such like such as this 
Um, so, Lord, we thank you for this. In Jesus' name, amen. Go to Ephesians 2.20 first. Go to Ephesians 2.20. Ephesians 2 and 20. We're going to spend some time looking at this passage of Scripture. Many times we have heard things preached to us over and over and over and over and over, but we really have not gotten um, the revelation of what what's being said. And so um, that's what I want us to do. I want us to get this down packed. Okay, so Ephesians 2.20 says, having been out of the King James Version, having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, and Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. So, Let's go to Ephesians 2.20 in the Passion Translation. And it says, and you are rising like the, like the perfectly fitted stones of the temple. And your lives have been built, upon, to, built up together upon the foundation laid by the apostles and prophets, and best of all, you are connected to the head cornerstone of the building, the anointed one, Jesus Christ himself. Jesus Christ himself. Jesus Christ himself. So let's go to the next verse, Matthew chapter 16, verse 18. Matthew Chapter 16 and verse 18. Matthew chapter 16 and verse 18. Matthew chapter 16 and verse 18. And it says, and I, and reading out the, the New King James Version, it says, and I also say to you, that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And then he commanded his disciples that they should tell no one that he was Jesus, the Christ. Let's look at that in the Passion Translation as well. And then I'm going to go to my to my actual note um, today uh, for this particular message. Let's look at the Passion Translation, Matthew chapter 16. Matthew chapter 16, verse 18. Matthew chapter 16, verse um, verse 18. 
in the Passion Translation says, I give you the name Peter, a stone, and this rock will be the bedrock foundation on which I will build my church, my legislative assembly. And the power of death will not be able to overpower it. I will give you the keys of heaven, kingdom realm, to forbid on earth that which is forbidden in heaven, and to release on earth what has been released in heaven. Okay, let me go back. Jesus Christ, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever, he's the chief cornerstone of the ecclesia, ecclesia, ecclesia in the Greek represents governmental ruling legislative body. What many of us have been taught is the church is, is just an organization, not the legislative body. Now, in governmental terms, when government comes together, they come to legislate. They are a legislative assembly. Ecclesia is a governmental ruling body. Governmental ruling body. That's who we are. That's what we're supposed to be doing, is legislating. That means everything that does not look like Christ should not be exercised in our in our assembly. Not only that, but that represents also anything that is not of Christ, that is uh that that is in the earth, the ecclesia is supposed to to be a voice to speak and say this is not the pattern that Jesus set for for us and this is the pattern. So let's let's look at look at this again. Jesus Christ is the leader of the church. The Bible declares that the foundation of the church is built upon by the foundation of the apostle and prophet and Jesus Christ being the chief cornerstone. So I want you to imagine with me that if we took our names off of everything and we placed a seat for the king, there are many places around the world where Jesus is not seated while yet they talk about him, they talk about him, but he is not seated. He is not seated in his rightful place because they have a Jesus of their own imagination. Second point. We are a people that are, that are built a strong and mighty ecclesia, legislative assembly, ruling assembly. What are you called to rule? You're called to rule in the in the in the midst of your enemies, is what the Bible says. Now, Psalms one twenty seven 
Psalms 127. I want you guys to get this. This is the reason why I'm asking you to to take notes because there are people that they're getting this they're getting this they're getting this and and they're moving forward. God's calling us to move forward. All right, Psalms 127. Psalms 127 verse 1. The day is over for us to not be building. And I'm talking to all of us. The day is over for us not to be building and legislating. Psalms 127 says in the New King James Version, unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, unless the Lord guards the city, Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchmen stay awake in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrow, for he has given such his beloved sleep. So what I'm going to tell you today, unless the Lord builds the house, we refer to that as being the church. Many times we use that as the church. But we also need to look at the fact, governmental legislators, unless the Lord is the one that's building your family, unless the Lord is the one that is building the business, unless the Lord is building and you can put these things, you are laboring in vain. There are some that are moving in this hour that they don't have a God says. And that is the reason why, why there is no movement. There is no movement. There's no plowing of the ground. Building on the rock, number one. We are not a weak-minded people. If you have a weak-minded mentality, you're not going to build. Wise builders actually go in, they build a foundation. Unless a foundation is built with Jesus Christ being the chief cornerstone, we're building something that we want to build. If he's not the chief cornerstone, then who is? Some of you have been a part of ministries and churches in the past where Jesus Christ was not the center. A man was the center. Um, a group was the center. Certain individuals, their money was the center. But Jesus Christ was not the center of that particular place. And they wanted you to function in a certain pattern. And when you couldn't function among that pattern, they wanted to kick you out, wanted to tell you, call you a rebel. You know, they wanted to call you everything else. But that's not the place that Jesus 
this building, brothers and sisters. We are a strong church where the gates and portals of hell will not prevail about the church that is on the rock, that is built on the rock. We're not a church looking now I, I i'm not saying this this is this is in this article that i wrote um and i'm going to explain myself so that nobody gets upset and a religious spirit doesn't creep in and people get upset and angry with me we're not a church looking to be raptured at any minute what i'm saying i'm not teaching that there's not a rapture. I'm not teaching that. I don't want anybody to think that. Where I'm coming from in that perception, uh, from that premise, is I'm basically saying many times we have put such an emphasis on the rapture. The body of Christ has put such an emphasis on just the rapture that they have not put an emphasis on prevailing faith and moving in the power of the spirit and being the church in the earth. Many times we have hid, hid our light behind stained glass windows, steeples, and programs. Now hear me. I am not teaching that, um, that I believe in the rapture. I teach in the, the victorious coming of the Lord. But what I am saying is if you have a mentality that's not building the kingdom of God and you have a mentality that I want to be raptured at, at any minute, but yet I don't have an understanding of the kingdom of God, you're missing it. If you're going to sing the song in the sweet by and by, you might just raise your hands or go stand up outside and just say, Lord, just rapture me out, because that is not the mission of the church. The mission of the church is to be the salt and light in the world. And if we are not the salt and light in the world, we're not the ecclesia. If we're not making disciples, we're not the ecclesia. So this is the message that God has given me in this time, and there's some more to go to it. So I'm going to go a little bit more. We are a people that are built on the revelation, revelation of the word and prophetic revelation, what God is saying, what God is saying, revelation of the word, eating the word, applying what the word is saying, meditating in the word, and not only meditating in the word, but also implementing what the word is saying in our lives. Also hearing what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church through prophetic utterance and through words of wisdom and words of knowledge and even the um, through the gift of tongues and the gift of interpretation of tongues. Okay? So we are a people that are built with revelation, understanding, and high praise and worship. What marks the church that is built is that we aren't built by every wind of doctrine that comes along. Number two, 
The church is the governmental body that legislates from the throne room of heaven. If you don't have an understanding of what an intercessor does, you won't understand how to build on the rock. You can't tell me you're a leader in God's army and you're not sitting and standing in the councils of the Lord. If you are not standing in the councils of the Lord, and I'm saying this, if you're not standing in the councils, then whose councils are you standing in? You're standing in somebody's council, a church that that the leaders don't stand in the councils of the Lord and hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying, just like he, he said, uh, like uh, that we would know the times and the seasons. A church that does not stand in the council of the Lord, that leadership doesn't stand in the council of the Lord, they're standing in the councils of some somebody's council, and it's a councils of boards, it's a council of, of of all these different things, and they're not hearing what the spirit of the Lord is saying to the church. So we all should be prophetic. We all should be hearing, prophetic means hearing the voice of God. We all should be prophetic. Not all of us are going to be prophets, but we all should be prophetic hearing the voice of God and standing in the councils of the Lord. It's not just, let me make an announcement to you, church, today. It's not just the intercessor's job to be the one that stands in the gap for the church. It's all of our jobs to stand in the, in the councils and be the legislative force in the earth realm, the ecclesia. Okay, next point. I have a I have a lot to cover today. Jesus is the builder of the church, not a denomination or a sect. In no way am I condemning a denominational movement or a group. There have been many things the church has been blessed by the efforts in church planting, missionaries being sent, Bible schools, and etc. I am opposed to a denominational spirit. Let me tell you something this morning. We can we we can be non-denominational, interdenominational, and have a religious spirit and have a denominational spirit, just like we point our fingers at our denominational brothers and sisters. So I want to encourage us in this time as we're praying, let's ask the Lord, Lord, is there a religious spirit in me? Because you can you can be non-denominational, interdenominational, and have a denominational spirit, have a religious spirit on you, just like the denominational folks. So the thing I want to encourage you today, as we're building on the rock, and as we are preparing to go back into in-person meetings, I want us to be so sensitive to the presence of God in this season. I want us to be so sensitive to him that that whatever he's doing, that's what we want to be doing. And we, we want to do what he's saying in the earth realm. All right, next point. The foundation of the church isn't built alone by the pastoral anointing. I love pastors. Um, I love I love pastors. My father is a pastor. Uh, my father is not an apostle. Um, he's a pastor teacher. I love pastors. Uh, I have benefited from pastors. But the, the foundation of the church is not just built on that alone. 
the foundation of the churches should be built on the fivefold ministry is the is the anchor that keeps the ground keep us uh the pillars standing up so when you look at the the foundation the foundation is built upon Jesus Christ being the chief cornerstone then you have the anchors which is the apostle prophet pastor teacher and evangelist that help us to uh to to be equipped for the work of the ministry i must say this to you if you're not being equipped for the work of the ministry what are you being equipped for you know it's bad for you to go to a college or a training uh, a training center and you have nobody there to teach you <laughs> you're just teaching yourself then you might as well just go take take a correspondence course and and just send it back in the mail or 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 go to the online portal and send it in yourself ephesians 4 and 11 you can read that on your own as we read the word in ephesians 4 we see five offices five offices apostle prophet pastor teacher and evangelist and these offices are set to build us up to train and mentor the saints and lead the church in its proper and sound place the apostle prophet pastor teacher evangelist is not here uh just so we can just say ooh and ah ooh and ah the apostle prophet pastor teacher evangelist is not here just so we can just um so we can just say this these are the anointed voices and and we are nothing but the little sheep that's not the purpose of the fivefold ministry get that out of your head that is thinking thinking okay next the church is built on the apostles and prophets with jesus christ being the chief cornerstone let's go into instructions for the move we are built upon the rock revelation Ephesians 1, 17 through 19, we are built on the outpouring of the Spirit. We are built on character. We need character development. And the last part is that we need to understand the kingdom mandate, not the church mandate, but the kingdom mandate. And we need to move in it. We need to know what our place is. And let me tell you something. Let me free you free you up today. Not every person that's called to ministry is called to just function in the church mountain. Let me just free some of you up. There are some of you that are called to be prophetic voices in business. Some of you are called to be apostolic voices in in government apostolic voices in education look at the i've taught on the seven mountains of of society before uh and i've taught it to you in years uh in years past and we may have to have a conversation to that let's not get so church-minded that we forget that there are places in society that god has sent us to to be salt and light so i want to encourage you in this time that if you want these notes that i have on building on the rock 
you can go to Identity Network. It's a website called Identity Network. Um, Google it, Identity Network. And you can go to the articles section, articles and prophetic words, scroll down to my name, Solomon Buckley, and you can pull this word up on Building on a Rock, download it, uh, it's downloadable, um, and you can go on Identity Network and get this, uh, get this timely resource. It's actually more than what I'm actually presenting to you today. So I want to encourage you in this time, let's be those kingdom voices that God is calling for. There's so much more to this teaching. This teaching is actually four pages long, four pages long. And so I don't have the time to just go over this whole thing. But I want to tell you today that Jesus is looking for the saints of the Most High to possess the kingdom. And so in order to possess the kingdom, we're going to have to know what the king is and his kingdom. And his kingdom is not physical, it's spiritual. So the Lord bless you today. I pray that the things that have been said today would be a blessing to you. This teaching will be available on anchor.fm for those of you that want to listen to it again and again and again.